Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now it's time for Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. Again, we talked about this the other day, how, you know, personnel department, coaching department, we talked about that last week. It's just another, another day of that. No, I'm not, really not trying to beat a dead horse here, but I just want to clarify, you mentioned the personnel department handles the, the trade stuff and the trade discussions maybe with other teams. When you are part of the personnel department, it's your plan. Phil, so, uh, this is the same thing we've talked about. We've talked about this 50 times. If they have something that they think I need to know about, then we talk about it. If I have a personnel situation that I think they need to know about, I tell them about it, and then they look into it. All it's right, that's good, Diva. So that's uh, Phil Perry going back and forth with Bill Belichick. And here's the thing, Kitch. I'm certainly not getting on Phil. I thought it was a good question. Um, and I actually thought it was a good response by Bill Belichick. I think that is what happens, and that is sort of the dynamic that's at play. The question that I would have asked, and I know he would have danced around it, um, as well, but the one I would have asked the big question that needs to be posed to Bill Belichick and what I need to know the, the New England Patriots um, are going to have a top draft pick this year high first round they have first round picks every year for the most part but especially this year when they have a top draft pick a first round draft pick and they're making a decision on who to take which human being in the building has final say that's the question I want to know and that's if I was Phil that's the way I would have asked it and phrased it somebody when you're making a top draft pick has final say as to whether that's the guy you're taking or not who is that person that's what I would need to know and I think if Bill Belichick um if we're talking about the prospect of Bill Belichick leaving I need to know that answer because I do not want Bill Belichick to be that guy anymore going forward, especially if you're talking about finding an offensive player. I don't want Bill Belichick in that role. What I want to know, somebody is the last guy to sign off on the pick. And I'm not talking about Robert Kraft. I mean, obviously he signs off on the pick, but he's not the one that's in the trenches figuring out who to take. Who has the final say? Which football guy has the final say on the top draft pick that you're going to select? Somebody has the final say. I need to know who it is. That's the guy, to me, that runs the, the, the football ops department or the player personnel department.
So you can do trades. You know, you can be a paper pusher. Like I know, what was it? Um, the guy who he went to Houston, um, Nick Casario. Casario. Casario yeah. was a guy that basically was he did paperwork. Like I don't know how often he actually wheeled. You know, he he was the one I was under the impression Belichick made all the moves, and then Nick Casario did all the legwork associated with making the moves. But did he actually go out and figure out who to bring in, who to lead, who to who to trade, who to cut? Who to acquire? I don't know if that was him. Who's the guy when you just to keep it simple? Who's it's Bill. the guy it's Bill. when you it's, have a it's draft? It's been pick? Bill forever. It's not a mystery. It's Bill. It's Bill. Bill has the final say. That's the question. And, and he told you. You know, I, I've heard all these clips from the press conference over the last couple of weeks. He's told you that. You just got to make sure you listen to it. But he's told you. He says, you know. And, they're separate departments, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they, they bring, they'll bring something to me if they think I need to see it. He's telling you I'm the boss. I don't get down in the nitty-gritty of this. But when they find something that they need my eyes on, they bring it to me. He said it. Yeah. And, and when they do those draft videos of the Patriots, you know what I mean? Patriots.com releases those draft videos uh, you know, maybe you'll get a cameo from another guy in the front office, but it's Bill Belichick that gets on the phone. I mean, he's the ultimate guy, and I know he's the head coach. He's the legend. But I have a hard time believing he's not the final say when you're making a first-round draft pick. And that, to me, represents the guy that's in charge of the personnel department. I don't care what yeah. you – everybody else can have input. And you can collaborate on different things and happen. They could have significant roles even. The guy that has final say – on the top draft picks or a big trade. I mean, even a trade, forget about the draft picks. You're telling me that Bill Belichick wouldn't have final say on trading a, a, a blue chip player or a key guy or Logan Mankins or Randy Moss or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's Bill Belichick who's making that decision. So that's the guy that's in charge of the personnel department, and that's what needs to change. That's the dynamic yes. that needs okay. to change. Uh, yes, that is what needs to change. Whether he, you know, if he remains here, that still needs to change. Right. He needs to understand, and he needs to check his ego, because his ego is incredibly large. Um, he need, if he wants to survive for a couple more years here in New England, which I think he does. I don't think he wants to leave. I don't think he wants to start over someplace else. I think he wants to finish it off on a positive note here. Agreed. Well, check your ego at the door. Recognize that you're in your 70s, and it's probably not beneficial for you or the organization to be serving both roles. You want to so, be the coach? Be the coach. You want to be the personnel guy? Well, there's the door. Because you haven't ever really proven that as a personnel guy, you, you match the level as the coach guy. Not for what this team needs, at least. First-round picks on defense, fine. I'm good with that. But what this team needs is a revamped quarterback and offense, and I don't think he can be the guy. This team needs talent. Talent. But especially offensive talent and a quarterback, and I don't think he can be the guy. And I'm glad you said what you said, Ben, because obviously if he was going to remain here or if he was going to get stripped of one of the two titles, it would be front office executive and we'd have him as the coach. But here's my question, okay? Because if you look around the league, let's think about it a little bit. You know, there's multiple examples. Even Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in football. I don't know what you think, Ben, but I'm, you know, would he be quite as good if he wasn't hand-in-hand -hand with Andy Reid? 
probably not. not. Even with the no, probably not. Now he would be good no matter who he was with. But the Andy Reid thing certainly helps. Look at what yeah. Tua has been able to accomplish with Mike McDaniel by his side. He's now an MVP type of candidate. Okay, he's definitely benefited from the coaching. Think about Josh Allen, and when you know it didn't work out, they had Dayball there, and it was doing. He was doing better. He limited turnovers. He made smarter decisions with Dayball there. It's kind of gone backwards without Dayball. I mean, there are multiple examples. I, you know, Lamar Jackson benefited from solid coaching, especially early on in his career. Um, you know, we've seen even Jalen Hurts has benefited from a lot of good coaching with Nick Sirianni and the structure and obviously the weapons that they have, but specifically the coaching. I'm just I'm asking you if the let's say the Patriots got Caleb Williams, mm. the the top prospect out of college, would Bill Belichick be the right coach today? to get the best out of that top prospect? Or would it be a situation where you're almost a deficit as the head coach with this hot young quarterback with all this potential coming in? If they got the best quarterback in the draft, would you be comfortable if Belichick was his head coach? Oh, man. Um, Ultimately, no, I don't think so. Initially, my first thought was going to be to say, Yes, I'd be comfortable with him being the head coach, provided you brought in one of these sharper offensive minds to be the offensive coordinator. But ultimately, it's Bill's scheme, it's Bill's system, even on the offensive side, that he likes. Um, so, no, I, I, I think it's just that side's passed him by. I'm more comfortable if Bill brings in an established veteran for a year or two to groom that, you know, say you get Caleb Williams or Drake May or whatever. I'd be more comfortable with that. I think it would work better for this team. But no, if, you, if you're going to have Caleb Williams or Drake May, which means you essentially have one of the top three picks. No. Uh, rip it all down. When you rip analyze the band-aid off. Let him go. With... Bring in the new mind. You know, whether it's Gerard Mayo and let, let uh, Bill O'Brien walk and bring in one of these young offensive minds. I don't really care at that point. But no, I, I don't think I want Bill starting from scratch with another quarterback at 72 years old. Listen, I don't think Mac's any good, but what Bill has done with Mac has been deplorable almost. It's been gross at times. I'm not saying Bill can't coach anymore. He has things that he's still effective coaching. But when you look at the body of work since Tom Brady left and all of the things Tom Brady did for this team that we now see since he's been gone. And again, no disrespect to Bill. He still deserves all the credit for the Brady years. Not all the credit, obviously. You know what I mean? He deserves credit for what he did during those Brady years with Tom Brady. But when you look at what Brady offered this team, and then what you look at, when you look at what they need going forward, even if it, in the best-case scenario, Let's say the best case scenario unfolds and they somehow end up with Caleb Williams. They draft, they trade up, they draft them. He fought. I don't know what the scenario would be. The best case scenario unfolds. They get Caleb Williams. I can't say that I'm comfortable even with the top prospect in your hands that you would be the guy that should lead him. And that right there says everything to me. I don't know what it is. I, maybe it's I'm not confident he'd be able to surround him with the right weapons. Maybe it's I don't like what the culture of the Patriots has become since Brady Ultimately, left. Ultimately, I do not trust him with that position. 
Ultimately, yeah. I don't trust him with that position. And yes, he, he elevated Brady, but it also took an injury to Drew Bledsoe to make that happen. And I will never believe anyone who tells me that oh, Brady was going to eventually get in there. You know, Drew is it? No, no, I'm not going to buy it. Um, his whole career as a head coach with starting quarterbacks, if you take out the Brady, it's been very questionable decision after questionable decision. Even basically saying, no, we're good. We'll let Tom go. We're not going to continue to sign him. That was an incredibly questionable decision. Bringing in Cam Newton, who's broken. Very bizarre, strange decision. Having no plan. Having no plan. What you've done in terms of, and I'm not a Mac Jones fan, but I can at least acknowledge that the kid's been jerked around since he's been here. But you go back and look at, you know, moving on from Bernie Kosar to bring in Friggin' Vinny Testaverde? Ugh. Yuck. I, I just wonder deep down, even some of the hardcore Belichick people, do you really trust Bill Belichick to, to be the guy to lead this prospect into the NFL even if you got the top guy, the Caleb Williams of the draft? I just can't say, based on what we've seen and how he has supported the quarterback he does have, Forget the level of talent, just supporting the guy he does have and the trajectory associated with his progression after his rookie year. I cannot say that I am confident, even with the top prospect, that I love the idea of Bill Belichick being the one to be his head coach as he embarks on his NFL journey. I can't say I'm confident, and that's the best-case scenario, that they get the best guy coming out. And I just don't love either Bill's ability to support him or provide him with the weapons he needs or the culture or the structure or the stability or all of the above. Based on what I've seen and his age and where he is in his coaching career, I don't want that scenario for the new quarterback, even if it was the top guy, the best guy in the draft or the best prospect. That's a problem for me. So, I mean, ultimately, I have very little to trust him on when it comes to any personnel where I know we're talking specifically about uh, the quarterback position, but offensively, I don't have trust in him at all. Offensively, offensively, right. At almost any position. He's been all right at running back. He's figured out how to like plug and play guys and move on from guys. It's been relatively productive at that position with a bunch of guys who are just kind of meh. got a fair amount out of them. Ben Jarvis green, Ellis Ridley, uh, Blunt, Woodhead, uh, Sony Michelle, Woodhead. Sure, I was talking more about like the the bell cow running back, quote okay. unquote. But um, you know, I, I certainly don't trust him at wide receiver. I don't trust him at tight end. What about offensive line? He's all right. He's been decent there. Late rounds, mid rounds. He's been okay. Maybe when you had Scarnecki, it was a, different. He also, you know, drafted Cole Strange in the first round. Right. Um. And he didn't really do much this offseason. He brought in Riley Reef and paid the kid $5 million. And he's no good. Hasn't ever really been good. Um, I don't think I trust him there either anymore. When it comes to offense, I, I don't trust him. I, I think it's passed him by. That's the bottom line because that's what this team needs. And that's the league right now. And I think if you're look again, there's multiple reasons. Again, if you argued to me, Ben, that it's, it just comes down to you need a new voice. And sometimes after 
20 something years that's the that's the scenario and that's the reality i'm okay with that reasoning honestly if it was nothing else other than they need a new voice i'm okay with that but it's way more than that that and i'm not ungrateful and i'm not try, i just you look at where the team is and we were worried about this they have the game against the bills and everybody sort of thought maybe maybe hey if they win to and then you go out and you do what you do against the doll i mean we didn't even talk about the dolphins game you you can't have those types of mistakes I mean, you can't throw that interception, Mac. Especially after you go up seven nothing. Come on. Yeah. You know, you finally you're you're sort of in a position to maybe play on your terms a little bit. You go up seven nothing, and then you immediately give it back, and then you throw a pick. And that was the game when he threw that pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was basically the turning point. And this team isn't good enough to overcome something like that for the most part. Not against no. that type of opponent. This team's not going to steal games if they lose the turnover battle. They're not that good. Yeah, and you know, I, I it was too bad. It should have been a penalty. I, I'm all you know who I'm done with. I am done with Devontae Parker. I'm done with Devontae Parker. He doesn't Absolutely. make any plays. He doesn't come up big when you need him the most. He's kind of got a bad attitude, lacks accountability. Like I don't need to see him anymore. Put nope. Booty in the game. See if he can play. You should be featuring Demario Douglas. That's what needs to happen now, and that's what needs to start happening now. Demario Douglas, Booty. You need to start rotating these guys in, see if they can get up to speed, because we know Juju, no good. That's another, you know, knock against Bill. Um, Gesicki, Hunter Henry, whatever, fine. See, I, I would personally give Gesicki more opportunities. I think if you give him some chances, he could. He he feels like he's engaged and has some dynamic ability to him if he's if he's getting the ball. So I would give him more, especially in a pass catching situation. Well, it's hard to do that in today's um, NFL when you have three tight ends who aren't exactly like explosive athletes. He's the best athlete of the bunch, probably. But, dude, the league's getting faster and smaller and quicker, and you decided to go big at a position that doesn't matter that – I mean, it matters, but it, it's not that great of an impact outside of really one guy right now, and that's Travis Kelsey. Right. No, that's a good point. I mean, what other tight end in the league is really doing damage week in and week out? I mean, you see flashes, momentary flashes, like Laporta in in Detroit has a flash. Dalton Kincaid up in Buffalo might be awesome. He started to kind of show out a little bit over the last couple of weeks. But no, I mean, it's, it's Kelsey, and it's a long way to the next person. Right. Um. So, you know, I, they, they, I, again, am I rooting for them? I'm not rooting for them to lose. I do worry that some of these wins could come back and bite them um, because they're just not going to win the Super Bowl this year. And if we're talking about ultimately winning the Super Bowl, you got to find a way to get the talent and you want the highest draft pick in order to get the talent. So I don't really understand if you're going to be a hardo on, I never root for my team to lose. I get what you're saying, um, but you've been sitting at the top for 20 years. I want to get back there. And the best way to do that because I'm, I, I try to live in reality, is getting the most talent. And the best way to get the most talent is to get the highest draft pick. And when it's a lost season, you know, I don't see my – like get, being disappointed, uh, or I'll say it this way, being okay with my team losing, I don't think is the bad thing that you're making it out to be at this stage of the game if you're the Patriots. So um, we'll see what happens against the team, you know, that just sold off all their best players in the, in the yeah. commanders as they come in here. 
uh, 1 o'clock tomorrow. All right, when we get back, Rapid Fire is the Mark and Kitchen Show, 103.7 WEI. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 